This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. My people at work, my people on the roads, the highways, the byways, the factories, the restaurants, the bars, people holding it down, people helping to secure things and keep people safe and help them out. I appreciate you. You can always listen to this show on the free Odyssey app. Matter of fact, I get started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. If you missed a second, a minute of the show. If you missed the last hour, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Thank you so much to super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us on the board. The board is with an S in New York City. You can always listen, not just on the Odyssey app, your local affiliate, Sirius XM channel 158, all my folks who never have to change the station going over state lines, city to city. And thank you to people listening on smart speakers. All you have to do is ask that speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Hope everything is going smooth. We've already taken some time to talk about Justin Fields, who gave us an answer as to why he unfollowed the Chicago Bears on social media. And it sounds very, uh, very high schoolish. I mean, I, I understand the reason he wants to take a little bit of a of a break. Well, just don't take my word for it. I want you to hear Justin Fields explaining why he unfollowed the Bears. This is on the, his, his teammate, Equinemius St. Brown and Amon Ra St. Brown's podcast. Listen. Why do people take social media so seriously? <laughs> <laughs> but like, why you, why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with that's her. That's true. That's you know? true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them. Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, it's, okay. it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no mm. football. And guess just, what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either Keith Fields. We want Fields to the draft Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. Okay. All right, he, he's tired of all the noise. He uh, he just wants this to be over. So he doesn't want to see anything football. And, yeah, I can't blame him. But just hit the mute button, bro. You don't got to unfollow them and, and send the NFL world into a tizzy. What does he think he's doing? Uh, pressuring the Chicago Bears to make a move? I don't think so. We also heard from 
Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce ready to just punch Patrick Mahomes in the mouth, even though Patrick Mahomes has a 10-2 record against the Raiders. Here, take a listen to Antonio Pierce. We talked about this last hour as well. We got the Jordan rules, and we, we, I'm calling out from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, yeah, filling them, love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. Man, yeah, you, you got to beat up on Patrick Mahomes, but get yourself a quarterback first. And we, we talked about Charles Barkley telling Kevin Durant that he is not a leader. And just I feel like these guys have been beefing for four years now. And then as we continue on with the show, how about next hour? It is Wednesday. Every Wednesday, I bring you a new top six list tonight with the NFL Combine starting up next week. I'm going to share with you a top six list of the best draft prospects here in 2024. How about this as well? In about 15 minutes, we're going to have a chat with Pete Futek from collegefootballnews.com. There's some interesting news that I want to share with you in a second. Uh, Just going on in, in college football. We know yesterday we learned about the final format of this new 12-team college football playoff, but it appears that in a few years, it's going to change again? What? There's a big meeting that went down today, and we'll fill you in on, on what the implications might be. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Lee is here from Cincinnati. Lee, you're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I just have to ask you, man. I don't understand why you're so down on the fact, you know, that the fields might be coming to Atlanta. Because what's the one thing that Atlanta didn't have? Well, hold on, Lee. Lee, I'm not down on, on fields coming to Atlanta. I'm saying the cost of bringing in fields might not be worth it for what they can obviously pay in, in, in bringing in someone like Russell Wilson. You know what it would cost to bring in Russell Wilson to the Atlanta Falcons? Next to nothing. Correct. You know how much experience he has over Justin Fields? Very true. And you're absolutely right. But the way that I look at it, I guess, is the fact that Fields has – Justin Fields – I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, I'm not a Justin Fields lover, okay? But he does have all the tools. And he is young, like the rest of the team is. He could be there for a lot longer, in my opinion – than Russell Wilson could. Would it be worth it for the Falcons, in my opinion, to try to to ante that up? Very possibly so, because I'm, I'm a big Falcons fan. I'm from the South, and I'm a big Braves fan like you are. And by the way, you got to help me that? figure out how we can get Dale Murphy into the Hall of Fame. But that's oh, well, I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> worried about that. I don't get a commission. Let me tell you something. The Atlanta Falcons have to figure out what they want to do. With all the talent that they currently have, Do you want to compete now with a veteran quarterback who's going to cost you nothing, someone who's won a championship, someone who's been through ups and downs, someone who may not be what he was, I don't know, six years ago, but still someone who's probably in the the upper half, maybe maybe right there at the top 10-ish of quarterbacks in the game today. And the Falcons have to figure for what they've gotten from Arthur Smith over the past few years, which is three consecutive seven and ten seasons. Why do you want to bring on someone who is, let's just say, less seasoned and has more room to grow, who's going to be more 
uh, he's going to cost more money. And then if Justin Fields doesn't work, you're now paying Justin Fields, I don't know, 40 to $50 million a season. And now you won't be able to necessarily pay or keep some of the potential weapons that you do. It's simple math. It's, it's not just the – hold on, Lee. It's not just about this. It's not just about this season, okay? It adds up. And so you bring in Justin Fields. You're going to have to trade something. What his trade value is right now is to be seen. So, A, you're losing draft capital into the future. B, you're going to have to pay him. C, you paying him is going to eliminate what you're going to be able to pay somebody else into the future. Does that mean that a Kyle Pitts has to go? Does it mean that a Bajan Robinson has to play on the tag for, for a year or two years? And he is not, he is not a, a sure thing. No, but and I, you know, to be quite honest with you, I never even considered Russell Wilson because you're right. Russell Wilson, he was what twenty six and eight, twenty six touchdowns, eight yes, uh, correct interceptions last year. Correct. I mean, that that those are incredible numbers. I never even thought about the fact that Falcons could go out and get him. You're absolutely correct. Arthur Smith, what he had, the talent that he had in Atlanta, it was criminal how much he underachieved. All he needed was a quarterback, and having Desmond Ritter, how could you expect Desmond Ritter or um? Anybody else trying to take that team? Taylor Heineke, that's right. And so you're right, and Russell Wilson could do it, and I never thought about him. So thank you very much for changing my perspective. You're absolutely correct. That's who the Falcons need to go for. Okay. Well, well, thank you, Lee. Appreciate you for calling from Cincinnati. Yeah, it's it's, it's cost analysis. Like, I'm not saying that, that bringing in Justin Fields is not going to work if the Falcons do so. It might work out. It might be the best move that they've ever done. Justin Fields might turn into a multiple-time pro bowler who can take the Falcons to the postseason. But it's like, look, for what you have now with the team, the team can, can win now. The team can win now. Do they need pieces? Yeah, they need pieces just like everybody else. Not named, I guess, I don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs or the 49ers, two teams that are stacked to the gills. They need offensive line help. They need somebody who can actually get to the quarterback on a consistent basis. They haven't had somebody like that, at least a real professional, since Jonathan Abraham. Okay? That's a long time. You can have a Tack McKinley pop up and – you can bring in an aging, older Calais Campbell, but they, they need some help on the defense. But what every team needs, and I think we all know this, is a quarterback. In trading for fields, picking up his fifth-year option, then losing out on, on somebody potentially in the draft. It's just they got a team that can win now. At least with Russell Wilson, you have an idea of what you're going to get. I don't think you're going to put Russell Wilson out on the football field and Russell Wilson says, oh, okay, sorry. Here's, you know, 20 interceptions to 15 touchdowns. I don't think Russell Wilson would come in and, and play where he'd get benched because he'd never be allowed to do so. It's just tricky. In an ideal world, I'd love it. But you, you think the Falcons got forever just to quote-unquote test it? Or you think they went after Deshaun Watson? At least he was good. Hickey, I'm going to stay away from the jokes. Are they jokes? They're not jokes. It's, it's serious allegations, right? Unfortunately, it is, yeah, still serious. But avoiding them, hey, at least you avoid getting Cleveland upset again. Yeah, I know. I know. I called him a pervert the other day. I had people <laughs> calling in defending him. I'm like, well, just, oh, come on. 
This guy's sitting there at the massages and he's just like, here it is. Like, you can't, you can't do that. That's a pervert to me. It doesn't mean he's a criminal. He's just uh, guilty of being a pervert. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. And about, I don't know, 10 minutes. I do know. Pete Futek is going to join us from College Football News. Now, if you haven't heard this, well, you have heard this because we discussed it last night. The college football playoff is expanding to 12 teams. No more whining and no more crying about who didn't get in and who didn't make the top four. None of that crap no more. Georgia Bulldogs would have gone in. I would have been happy and despite them losing to Alabama. So maybe there is now less of an emphasis when it comes down to some of these conference championship games uh, that we know ultimately decide who gets in and who gets out or who stays out. And so no more beef with Michigan and Ohio State. Will the rivalry lose juice? Eh, not so much. But I think when you start getting into that championship game, less matters. And then we won't probably also have East versus West when it comes to a lot of the conferences anyway. And so we do know that there are a lot of traditions in college football that are going to change. Well, today, as per Dennis Dodd, and thank you all so much, Dennis Dodd, he shared with us that down in Texas, there was a big old meeting, I guess because everything is big in Texas. That's what they say. The College Football Playoff Management Committee, a long-ass name for a committee, they all got together. These are all the commissioners and then Notre Dame, because Notre Dame is too good to be with anybody. They got their own TV deal. They got together, and they're trying to figure out what the next version of the college football playoff looks like. Now stop me if you've heard this. Didn't we just change things? Aren't things finally going to go into effect later on this year or I guess next year? And here we are already thinking about where things will be different in. Get ready for this. 2026. And you want to know who's helping to lead a potential charge even though we haven't even gotten this iteration of a college football playoff? It's the two conferences that are basically running college football. It's the SEC which is now bringing in Oklahoma and Texas. And it's the Big Ten, which is not 10. It's 18 teams. The Big Ten says we got everything from coast to coast. There's no more Big Ten, Midwest, cold-ass weather, giant offensive linemen. The Big Ten is, is Hollywood. The Big Ten is hickey. Is it okay to call Rutgers New York or is that disrespectful? Oh, I mean, in the greater area, technically, but it feels disrespectful. Yeah. That's Jersey. Yeah. The tri-state area. They want to be New York. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. what, what are they? Piscataway, right? Piscataway and New Brunswick. Yeah. Does anybody, does anybody outside of the area know what Piscataway is? No. And you know what? No one should want to know. Stay far away. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. If Piscataway sounds like a disease that you don't want, it's something you can only get. <laughs> only does. get there in the water. Yeah, so it sounds like Piscataway sounds like something you can only get in New Jersey, because it's true. And my apologies to uh, Piscataway, which I believe is an indigenous something. Is it a tribe or something? I don't know, right? Oh, I, that you got me there. I, I can't tell you. I know the history yeah. of the of the name. Yeah, stay away from that, Hickey. If anybody gets in trouble, it'll just be me. Either way. 
the Big Ten, everything goes coast to coast. They have everything locked in. USC, Los Angeles to Piscataway in New York. The Big Ten is huge. And so there's a report now, thank you, Dennis Dodd, that the Big Ten and the SEC are trying to throw their weight around to make sure that they potentially get more of the college football playoff slots moving forward. It's also been reported that they could take the approach of, hey, we can start our own playoff because we're the best of the best. Like DJ Khaled said, we're the best. And so, matter of fact, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk to Pete Futek about this. He, he owns and runs collegefootballnews.com. He's associated with Sports Illustrated. I want to get his thoughts on what's going on in college football, how many more damn changes we could have, and what's going on with all of this movement. It's not just about NIL, folks. The teams are moving. The conferences are making moves at an alarming rate. It's tough to keep up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Pete Futek from collegefootballnews.com. He's coming through on the other side. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. This isn't a joke. What I'm about to tell you is very serious. You need to thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 855-212-4CBS is the number. Right before we went to break, we talked about the ever-changing landscape of, of college football, not just Uh, players moving around and coaches moving around. They they don't even know what the hell the college football playoff is going to look like. Not this upcoming season. We already know it's expanding to a 12-team playoff. But even four years down the line, looks like the, the Big Ten, which is not 10, the SEC might be throwing around their weight into the future. To talk about all these changes in the college game and also get his thoughts on some of the uh, going-ons in the NFL, joining us right now is Pete Futak. CollegeFootballNews.com knows it all. Hey, Pete, thank you for coming through, man. Appreciate it. What's going on? How you doing? 
I got not a complaint in the world. Uh, Question for you. Today we learned that there's this big old meeting taking place in Texas and the Big Ten and SEC already trying to throw their weight around as it relates to a future college football playoff. Uh, We heard about the the new 12 playoff system. Another change? What are your thoughts, Pete? Yeah, they're trying to get, as the Mr. Burns line goes, I'll trade it off for a little bit more. Uh, they won already. They've, they, it's already the big, it's the big Ten's world. The SEC is just a step back in terms of just business, not football, not talent. In terms of just the business of college athletics, there's the Big Ten, then there's a big drop, then there's the SEC, and there's a gigantic drop, and then there's everyone else. So they already kind of control everything. Now they want to control everything even more. And so what they are trying to do, they, the, what they're trying to do is get as greedy as possible when they oh. don't need to. When they've, they've, again, they've got the win. All they have to do is use this system because if they just get through 2024 and do this college football playoff, people are going to realize, wait a minute here, this is good. Look, I'm a traditionalist in a lot of ways. I, I hate it when you change uniforms and change all these other things. So I, I'm always assuming they're going to screw it up. But they got this one right because you've got to do something to give all the teams in college football some sliver of hope. Because in the four-team format, you could all, all already say in February, look, 80 teams are already out of this thing. There's no point. You've got to give – and hope that there's some way they can at least get into the tournament. And this one does that. What the Big Ten and SEC are trying to do are saying, you know what, we want to make sure that at least four or, something of our, four or five of our teams are in the college football playoff, which then takes away any of the fun of the regular season. Wow. Pete Futek is here with us, collegefootballnews.com. When you talk about being a traditionalist, I look at some of the – the rivalries, you know, the, the rivalry between Ohio State and Michigan, uh, it, it's not going to go anywhere. But how does this change things now that we have an expanded playoff? I, I, the, the juice is going to be out of it just a little bit, right? We're changing oh, some of the implications, no? A little, not a lot. I mean, because it's, it's still, to know Michigan, Ohio State, that's the, you know, that's the big one, uh, that in Alabama and uh, Auburn. But, you know, for all the rivalries, I mean, even if, yeah, even if well, like uh, two years ago, if you remember how that went down, where Michigan beat Ohio State, and had Ohio State kicked the field goal straight against Georgia, they go on, they would have throttled TCU. Ohio State would have won the national championship, and there are still crazy Buckeye people out there being like, "Yeah, but we, you know, we we didn't beat Michigan." If had they done that, it's just it, it's just that big a deal, and it's a little different. You know, I know the whenever you have during the baseball season, everyone pumps up. Oh, it's Yankees and Red Sox. All right, again, this just happened fifty times. Or Duke, North Carolina basketball a couple weeks ago, where this is the biggest game ever. And okay, it doesn't really matter because they're going to play again the ACC championship. And right. All that. And so it is going to slip a tad, but not a ton because again, right now the way they have this set up in the college football playoffs, the playoffs, the top four. Seeds, which is really the top four power four champions, are going to get a bye and get a week off. That's going to be pretty mega, and it's going to be a big deal. To those rivalry games, yes, are still going to matter with the way they have it set up now. If it's automatic that the Big Ten SEC automatically get three or four teams in, that changes the dynamic. Uh, Pete Fiuczek is here, 
collegefootballnews.com. Knowing that there's a potential to have this change again in about, I don't know, what? How, how many years would we have to wait? Two? They, they might expand. They might do something. I don't, first of all, to kind of take a step back, I don't think they're going to do anything big yet. I think they're going to let this rumble as is. I think what the Big Ten and SEC are doing is, at the end of the day, it's about money, and I think they're going to say, you know, we want this, we want guarantees for that, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll say, hey, look, we'll compromise. We just want a bigger share of the pie, and they'll probably get it for that. So uh, I do think at the end of the day, they're going to compromise at least for a year or so and just say the big schools, the big conferences get a little more money or something. But I don't think we're, they're going to actually go to this yet. I think this is just kind of a, a thing that's thrown out there that they're not really going to do because they know it's going to be unpopular. Along with the other thing, that neither conference is going to break away. The SEC is not going to go rogue. The Big Ten is not going to go out on its own. They just kind of say that. Everyone goes crazy. But you're not going to do that just because you're not going to do that because most of your member schools are going to go four and eight every year, and then everyone will be mad. So all this stuff that they say, just take it with a grain of salt for now. Well, one school that we know does operate independent because they get that nice, uh, I guess, Peacock, Comcast, NBC check. Is, Friends is, with is, benefits is, deal is what you're talking about. Oh, with Notre Dame, is that what we call it? Friends with benefits? Oh, that's their deal with the ACC, yes. How, how, how do things change for them moving forward? Do they ultimately kind of stand alone or as the landscape changes? Could you see them joining a conference or is it not fruitful enough for them? Not yet, although it might be because the money for the Big Ten, if they join the Big Ten, it's, it, money for the Big Ten going forward is going to be so astronomical. I mean, you're not talking about the changes in college athletics. Uh, in two or three years, once the Big Ten really locks down their deals and their finances, you're going to be getting 90-ish, 100-million-ish per team, uh, as opposed to maybe the SEC, which is going to get about 80-ish million a team. The bigger ones like Texas and Alabama are going to find ways to make more. Uh, so they are, it, the money's just going to be too big to not at least think about it. Where this pertains to the college football playoff is that you have to be a conference champion to get one of the four buys and be a top four seed. Because the, they go by the college football playoff rankings, they'll take the top four ranked champions, are one, two, three, four seeds. They get a buy in that first week. Everyone else, five through 12, has to play a week one game. So if you're Notre Dame, you could blast everyone 64 to 2 every game, go 12 and 0, and you're still going to be a fifth seed and have to play an opening game no matter what. Now, the difference being is that, okay, let's say that happens, which it probably won't, but let's say it happens and they are the five seed. They get to play the 12 seed, which would probably mm. be the group of five champion, which whatever they should blow out. Yeah, and it's a home they get game. smacked. Exactly. And it's a home game for Notre Dame. Not only that, they play it, they get about three weeks of rest. Because everyone goes, oh, gosh, Notre Dame's going to miss the bye week. Well, while all these other teams are playing for conference champions, Notre Dame's going to be sitting on the couch playing NCAA 25. So uh, <laughs> they don't have to play that conference championship game. So instead of, say, going to a neutral site and playing Clemson or Florida State for the ACC championship, they would get, like you said, a group of five champion at home three weeks later that they would smack around. And then they would get a four seed that – would not be a deserving four seed which on a neutral site. So it's actually not that bad for all the screaming and crying that some Notre Dame fans are doing. Not all, a lot, of, a lot of them seem to get it, but for the ones that are kind of complaining, it's just not that bad a deal. Yeah, Pete Futek is here. 
when I think about the landscape and all of the news that we have and what takes place and we know coaches are moving and players are moving around and teams are moving around and conferences are changing, what is the Pac-12? It's not even 12. It's just, it's just two. At what point? Let's hit the fast forward button because it feels like everybody is just kind of doing this like by the, 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 the seat of their pants. Like it's like, hey, let's try this and let's try this and let's try this. But is it consolidation? If I have to think about college football in, in 10 to 15 years from now, what are we having? Is there such thing as a power five, like power five and big? What is it? Are we moving towards like one system, like the pros? What the hell is going to happen? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this does because we already have kind of this system, and everyone you know, says the sort of the same thing. Oh my gosh, we don't want a, an NFL like thing where we only have a few really good teams and a few really good conferences. And my argument is, well, what do you think you got now? I mean, as we have done, there's 134 teams playing college football this year. And how many of them are really big, giant teams? You know, there's the 25-ish or so we can name off the top of our heads. We can throw in, you know, whether you think of Indiana or, you know, a Kentucky or big football programs, which they are money-wise and revenue-wise. So, yeah, there's probably about 40-ish or so teams that really, really matter in the college football landscape. So that's not going to really change. And and, and the thing I, ha- I keep reminding everyone when it's like, oh, my gosh, it's the end of college football as we know it, yeah, that is interesting. I'm a, I'm a diehard NFL fan, too. I like the separation, and I like the fact that it's just a different field, different sport. I like the fact that there are college kids out there, and this is being professionalized, which I don't like too much because they screwed up how you're supposed to do NIL. But we have to also remember that we're talking about this now on, what is it, February 21st or whatever it is, and the 90% of the fans out there aren't going to really pay attention until late August. And then the ball is kicked off, and then XYZ State, they, where they're, well, they're putting their sweatshirts, they go out there, watch the games, and then you know forget about it a week later. So the, the money is there, the interest is still there. Uh, so it's just for people like us who are going to shake our fists and say, yeah, college football should still be different, shouldn't be the NFL. But if everyone else, they're just going to watch the games. When the ball is kicked off, they don't really care what happens outside of that. Yeah, Pete Fiotek is here with us as we start to wrap things up. You big NFL fan, as I know, we've had a lot of talk about the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields letting everybody know, yeah, I just want to take a break from football. What are your thoughts on what's going on with Chicago and, and where Fields might end up? Yeah, as I live here in Chicago, so I'm knee-deep in it with all the, the hype and talk about what are you going to do with Caleb Williams, do you trade Justin Fields, all that. I, my thought, and it's not going to happen, I, there's nothing more valuable or important in all of sports than a very, very, very good NFL quarterback, especially one on a rookie contract. And I know the, the idea that you'd want to trade fields now because you'd get all these draft picks and you'd still build for the future. And, you know, obviously he's a very, very valuable guy for a whole lot of quarterback star teams. But if I'm the Bears, you've got fields this year for around $3 million. You can't get a good veteran backup for that. You can't go out there and get a Flacco or a Baker Mayfield or a Gardner Minshew for anything less than four. And you already have a, a dynamic player who might just be the better than Caleb Williams already on your roster. The Bears aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. If I'm Chicago, I draft Caleb Williams, I keep Justin Fields, and I spend a year with both of them in my building, and I figure it out. You know, Because you can tell, obviously, sometimes – 
that, okay, maybe Caleb Williams doesn't have it, or maybe he's just missing something, or maybe he's the next Patrick Mahomes. But you don't know this until you get him there. And so why risk the fact that you're trading a guy in Justin Fields who might just be that good in a different situation? So I say keep a, draft him, keep Fields, keep them both, and figure it out, and then you trade one of them next year. And then you can get a haul that's coming in because you've got all the cap space in the world. You've got your draft picks. You've got everything. You've got to lock down who that quarterback is going to be for the next 10 years. Hmm. I like the fact that you said they're not going to do it. I'm, I'm, that's, if they do that, Pete, you got to call back, and we're going to have to have a full conversation. I may have to ask you for lottery numbers, okay? This is a, fr- this is a franchise that trade away Jalen Carter willingly for a uh, right tackle. So I, it's, they, they don't, it's the Bears. They're going to mess it up. And I'm not a fan, but just as a, someone who lives here, I'd kind of like to see them be, well, be better than they are. But I, they, they, I hope that they do this right. Or I hope they, they see something Caleb Williams that he is the next really big thing and they get this right. Well, last question for you, Pete. We know that we move into the NFL draft uh, combine next week. Anyone in particular that you're really looking forward to seeing what they do? Anybody that we should pay attention to? Get ready for the receivers because it's, it's going to be a big quarterback draft, and who knows if these guys are actually going to work out or they're just going to do their pro days between Drake May uh, and Caleb Williams probably isn't going to work out the combine. He'd be crazy to do that. Uh, certainly Michael Penix Jr. is right there, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy, uh, Jane Daniels. I mean, it's, everyone's going to be all about the quarterbacks. But this is a loaded class of receivers, and as we know from draft history, receivers do not always work out. It is a, it is, you're rolling the dice, and if you get uh, another Jamar Chase or uh, if you get some sort of a bust in the top ten. And these receivers are going to go really early, and yeah. particularly for the Bears, they want what they need. They're going to get go Caleb Williams at the one, and depending on if they trade out or not, they're going to have a really good receiver there too. Among all the LSU receivers, Romeo Dunze from uh, Washington, and a whole mm-hmm. slew of other good ones. And then the real guy who's going to be the kingmaker in this is Brock Bowers at the tight end. So if you're thinking, if you're the Bears, and you could somehow get Caleb Williams and Brock Bowers and you're saying, hey, dream of all dreams, we just got our Mahomes and Kelsey for the next 10 years, which they're not going to be Mahomes and Kelsey, but we just got our combination. Look at the NFL Final Four this year. Between Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Kelsey, I mean, are they likely? I mean, they had, you had great tight ends among the four finals. You need a great tight end, and yeah. Brock Bowers is probably the guy the Bears are going to target. Yeah, everybody needs that uh, that escape hatch as well. Hey, Pete, thank you so much for taking the time to educate us on what's going on with this uh, wild system <laughs> in college football. Where can people follow you and all your work, man? Yeah, please educate me on the way, too, because we're all trying to figure this out on the fly, all of us. So, uh, collegefootballnews.com, and uh, it is off season, but there is lots of crazy and fun stuff happening right now, and it just gets even crazier with uh, March Madness, which we cover, and then the NFL draft coming up, too. Sons and sons and sons. Well, thank you, Pete. Let's let's stay tuned and see what happens uh, over the next couple months. Okay, enjoy everything. Yeah, all right. You have a good one. Thank you so much, Pete Futak from CollegeFootballNews.com. This system in college uh, football, in particular, is just it's wacky. Like we we're getting ready to start an expanded college football playoff, and in a couple of years, whether it's realistic or not realistic, there's already conversations about swapping things out. It's it, 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 imagine if in the NFL and, and not that it matters mostly out of seedings and historical purposes, 
But imagine if I, we had teams jumping from NFC to AFC or we had a team say, oh, screw this, we're going to go play up in the CFL. It, it's just, it's wild, man. It's wild. And, yeah, playoffs get expanded all over the place to increase money and revenue and ratings. It makes sense from that perspective. But it's just to, to think that there's no Pac-12, to think that the Big Ten is, what, closer to 18? It's, this is the Wild West. It's like college football is, is making up the rules as they go along uh, because they are wild stuff. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, I'm going to bring you a new top six list. We're going to take a look at some of the top six draft prospects in the NFL, in the draft for 2024. You know, college football isn't the only thing taking up all the news. We're getting ready for March Madness. And UConn, UConn took a loss. And let's just say their coach wasn't too thrilled. I think he wanted to fight some of the fans. I'm going to fill you in on that on the other side. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, a big shout out to Dick Vitale, man. A national treasure. Baby, right? National treasure. All the best to him. I feel like there's always something going on with Dickie V. Just a nice guy. Great ambassador for uh, not just ESPN, college basketball, basketball, period. Much love to Dickie V. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we had a conversation with Pete Futek from collegefootballnews.com. And there's a lot of changes going on in college football. We know that we're expanding the playoff. We've had coaches like Chip Kelly who are saying, hey, I'm leaving my head coaching job to be a coordinator uh, somewhere else. We, We see players, you know, as a result, also entering into the transfer portal And even when you really think about, uh, you know, teams just moving conferences and the changing landscape overall of college football, it it just it's mind numbing. It is ridiculous to keep track and follow all of it. So thank you to Pete Futek uh, for taking some time to, to educate us. If you missed the conversation, you can go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, It's free anyway. 
Something else going down in, in, in college on the basketball side. We're getting ready to gear up for March Madness. So if you haven't adjusted your brains, get ready. You may want to start paying attention to some of the games. You, you might want to start thinking about or at least following some of the teams so you can make a good investment if you're going to be uh, writing up a bracket, filling out a bracket, I should say. And last night, we had a team that, I don't know, maybe, maybe they're not ready for primetime again. And it's, it's the UConn Huskies. Last night, they lost to Creighton 85-66. to 66. This took place at Creighton's home court. UConn, if you need a refresher, they won the national championship last year. They smacked San Diego State, and I had a bunch of disappointed people out in Southern California. Now, having said that, UConn has been on fire. 14 straight games that they've won right now at this moment until they lost last night to Creighton. And their only losses have been to Kansas and Seton Hall. And so after the beatdown last night on the road, there were some reports that uh, Dan Hurley, the head coach of UConn, was throwing some uh, some words at the fans in the stands that he was threatened to uh, or threatening to go up into the stands and whoop some ass. And so this was a tough loss for them. And so after the game, Dan Hurley, he just couldn't believe it that they got beat by Creighton and, dare I say, again. This doesn't happen to us very often. So, yeah, I mean, we were, you know, we, we were definitely stunned. Um, this wasn't the game we expected. We, ex- we knew this was a dangerous game and a quality opponent and one of the better teams in the country. Um, but we, we, ex- we didn't expect this to happen. We didn't expect, well, you don't expect it to happen. It doesn't mean that it, it can't. And it did. And how about this? Since Creighton rejoined the Big East, UConn is 0-4 against them. All on the road. Like they go up in there and they pretty much lose. And I don't know if this is a precursor of things to come. We have to see what takes place in the Big East tournament. But Creighton certainly does have their number right now. Uh, Creighton has a record of 20-7. and Let's see what happens by the time they get to the Big East tournament. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Also also kind of striking that that Dan Hurley got into it with a fan on the way off of the court. Like, isn't that that kind of tacky? You know, I I know Jim Beheim. kind of crazy to think that he is no longer coaching up at Syracuse. But he would never have a problem mixing it up with the student-athletes. And I'm sure... All the fans, and I want to call them fans, I want to be very careful about that, especially for college students, they're going to chant whatever the hell they want at you when you walk off of the court. And I would think as a a, a college head coach, someone who's probably 40 and 50 years older than the people yelling these insults at you, I would think as the college coach, you would just stay the hell up on out the way. Like, why, why would Hurley, and I get it, maybe you're just having some fun. I don't think it's a serious threat. Why, why would you engage? Wouldn't you just walk away and, and call it a day? Hey, Hickey, what do, you, what do you think about Hurley getting into it with these fans on the way off the court? Makes no sense. Uh, like, him, coaches, players, like, you have so much more to lose than an idiot 18-year-old drunk kid that is witnessing his team upset you. Like, if he charged at Hurley, God forbid... Who's the one getting in more trouble? Is it the coach, the millionaire coach, or is it the 18-year-old college kid? There's so much to lose when you're in that position yet. 
we see players and coaches do it, you know, way more than they should. Yeah, as as he walked off of the court, the the, the fans, yes, the fans were yelling at him, F Dan Hurley. Like they was chanting expletives at him. And at that point, uh, he's like, hey, he told he told one of the kids allegedly, he's like, I'm going to knock you out. Like, whoa, like, uh, is that necessary? I would think, you know, screw you chance. I, I guess you do. Didn't Trey Young get screw you chance at Madison Square Garden? He got those, right? The the PG version, absolutely. Yeah. Trey Young took, yeah, Trey Young took a bow and knocked down some shots. Like, are, are fans nasty? Yeah, they can be real nasty. But I, I'd say, hey, take that as a uh, take that as the, the fans. They 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 worry about you. Like they don't curse out bums. Losers don't get cursed out. Nobody cares about the guy at the end of the bench. Dan Hurley, man, you just won a national championship. If anything, just be like, yeah, yeah, screw me. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the top six draft prospects in the coming NFL draft. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 